0: Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Borellis. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network.
1: Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business? Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com.
0: That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes.
2: ChumbaCasino.com.
0: No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: Welcome, Survivors. You survive Jobs, a podcast in collaboration with Broadway World. I'm Jason A. Coombs, and this is Samantha Don Tuttolo, and we're your hostesses with the assist? Does that make yes, sense?
3: Yes, <laughs> that makes definitely sense. But does that makes definitely sense? Doesn't make sense either. And I think we're just a little foggy today. Hi, Jason.
2: Samantha, <laughs> happy uh, Thanksgiving.
3: Thank you, happy Thanksgiving to you as well, Jason. I love that we are coordinated today in our black our black shirts.
2: Yeah. How sleek so of us! True. How New
3: York of us!
2: Yeah, I always wear black anyway, so if if you wear black, (laughs) you might catch me in something similar.
3: So maybe I'll I'll try to match you and I'll just wear the black shirt. (laughs) Jason, how are you? What's your temperature check? And actually, can I switch it up this week from temperature check since, you know, we're in Thanksgiving week? What are you feeling thankful for, Jason?
2: Yeah, so just to be clear, I don't really celebrate Thanksgiving for Thanksgiving. I just like that to be clear on the record. Got <laughs> it. I, I just think it's a good time for, you know, because of the circumstance of the holiday to get together with loved ones and friends and family, no matter what. But, you know, I'm not about celebrating a colonizer a holiday, but I am thankful. Correct. For <laughs> um, you know, I'm thankful for the opportunity um I guess, to be a creator, you know, and I think you've helped me with that, Samantha, with this podcast, you know, so being able to be in a position where I'm not working in a restaurant, which I think we always come back to and getting to, you know, all the jobs that I do are in a creative realm. And I'm very appreciative of that and thankful for the opportunity to be a creator. So that's what I'm thankful for, seeing it five different ways, the same thing. But how about you?
3: That's so beautiful. I love you. I always love you. And I always love this oh, show. Thank I'm thankful know. for this show as well. It's a great outlet that we have. Um, I think this year I'm, I'm really grateful for, for my people, for my friends, for my family. Yes. It's, been a, it's been a weird year and I'm just so grateful for my support system and people who pick me up when I'm down and, and, just having people around you, you know, I'm doing the same thing you did saying the same thing in five <laughs> different ways, but it's true. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for my survival job that allows me to have flexibility to do other things that interest me. I'm thankful to not be stuck in an office, but still have like health benefits, which, you know, I'm th- yeah, I'm thankful for, for my people. And I, and that. I know that, I know there's a lot of, people in the world who don't have friends and family like I do and sometimes I take it for granted and I get tired with like social events and phone calls and texts but sometimes I have to check myself and say you know some people don't get invites to dinners or phone calls or text messages at all um so I'm I'm just thankful for that
2: I love that for us (laughs) No, I'm I'm serious. It's great, and and let's talk about our. Oh, do you have something else you want to go into?
3: No, I was just gonna say. Um, I laughed so hard when I was listening to last week's episode about our concert we did of Bear Pop Opera, and I really want to say I'm so dead. Thank you for your notes on that. You really did a great. <laughs> you really did a great performance of that opening number, and I'm sorry I doubted you. I listened no, back to it. And did I you was listen like, to it? damn. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. I listened to it. I I forgot. Damn, I doubted Jason when you were like, Jason, do you have my number? And I was like, that's not (laughs) fair, but it is. And so I apologize for my doubt.
2: It's okay. It's a classic. I say the only one I really know.
3: Yeah, Um, it is a classic. (laughs) For like musical theater nerds, for sure.
2: Yeah, which I used to be. I'm not one anymore, I don't think, but I used to be. We'll
3: we'll get you back. We'll get you back. back.
2: Get me back. But uh, speaking of musical theater nerds, should we transition to our special guests today? Yes,
3: yes making a I'm return, so excited. making a return. So this is our first episode where we're having a follow-up episode with a guest that we've had in the past. So our first guest ever, Robin de Jesus, is coming back and joining us today. We're chatting about his new project on Hulu called Welcome to Chippendales, where he plays a very vital role in this story. Um, we're chatting about you know, the things that have happened to him since he came on the show, which was recorded almost a year and a 100%. half ago. Yeah,
2: it was March 2021. So,
3: so, oof. you know, yeah, oof is right. And a lot has happened um, to him in his career. So it's, it's, it's a great episode you guys to like catch up and also so interesting because, you know, when we spoke to him, he didn't know like what was really coming He knew some things. We didn't know like a ton that was coming up. So, it's great and fun and exciting and I love this boy and it's a fun episode
2: it's a fun one so yeah should we get into it
3: yeah you you know we we don't really have a formal bio for him um he's so famous (laughs) (laughs) he's so (laughs) famous but you know robin's been nominated for three tony awards he's been in broadway shows made his broadway debut in rent was in in the heights you know boys in the band wicked Wicked. Mm -hmm. la caja fall um and you can see him on netflix and boys in the band the movie you can see him in netflix on tick tick boom and on hulu And welcome to the show. Yeah,
2: welcome to which I got to watch the first episode. The first two are out this week and they're gonna become weekly releases after that. But um, I was, I mean, he's not in the first one, which I didn't know because I was like the think I want to watch it because like we're gonna talk to him. I want to make sure I watch it, and he's not in it. But it was such a good show, and it was like, you know, I, I listened to this podcast about the whole Chippendales.
3: Oh, you did?
2: Yeah, a couple months ago. And I I, I didn't forgot. listen to it. Yeah, I kind of forgot some things. And at the end I was like, oh yeah, that's what this is about. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, a true story. Now you know? I
3: remember. that I was
2: like, I know there was something with like, you know, I don't want to give anything away, but I know there was something with these three people and yeah, just watch it, y'all. You know, it's it's a very uh well acted, uh fun. It's a a period piece set in the seventies. So it's you know really cool in that way. And yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to watch that. I think it's eight episode, yeah. right? I'm excited to watch it. I have no eight. idea.
3: You know, yeah. I, I really didn't, um, I don't really know much about it, which I'm excited once I uh, jump in.
2: you enjoy it. It's it's really well told. At least the first episode was. In, yeah. In our, yeah. So. I can't wait. Let's get into it.
3: Well, enjoy the episode, Survivors. Oh, also, Jason, I just want to say I'm also thankful for all of our listeners.
2: Same. Same. Thank so, you for listening. Thank you, guys. you. Thank you. So yeah, all the podcast I listen to a lot of podcasts and they always talk about leaving a review. So if you are feeling so inclined and you enjoy what you hear from us, your favorite podcast hosts, leave us a review <laughs> on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or anywhere who listens to your podcasts.
3: Thank you. Enjoy Robin, you. you guys. Hi Robin. Hey, what up, my brother? Hi. Hi. Welcome back to Survival Jobs. We've missed you.
4: Am I the first person that's been here twice?
3: Yes! <laughs> Whoa! You're the first person that's been here twice, and you were first the first guest. guest. You're yeah. the first of, like, a lot of things on this show. How fun.
4: I would, this so is the moment in musical theater where I, where I would burst into a song. Can
3: you, know? you give us some, or it's too early. You're not warmed well, up.
4: right they did even touch
3: that was nice I actually think it was perfect Robin I feel like so much has happened to you since we first spoke to you on this show but first the first question is since you were first on have you had any survival jobs and maybe not like maybe not like a traditional like server survival job but has any like weird little survival job come your way since we last had you on
4: you know, it, it it is interesting. Like I'm at a point now, I'm a career-wise, where I I do work. Um, I, I'm still not working at at like the you know back to back the way that I that I'm working towards right now in my life, right. So you know, there, there, I still got goals, right. And yeah. so was, there's some hustling just to make sure that there's constant money flow coming in and st- coming in and stuff. So I do like I do hosting gigs sometimes. I I teach sometimes. And even with the teaching, it, it depends because sometimes it's like sometimes I teach as an act of service, like it's voluntary, and I and I give it. And if I'm somewhere where I know that they they can afford it, and and there's that 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 money is there, then like I'm gonna charge you.
2: Ching <laughs> and ching. Then, yeah.
4: <laughs> and even then, sometimes I, I I don't like if it's like friends or family or something like that. Then then it's different. But most of the, most of the hustling for me is like sort of actor adjacent things, even like being on a game show, you know, you can make money doing oh, stuff.
3: Oh, wait. Yeah. Fun. Wait.
4: Wow. Yeah. You
2: did a game oh, show? show. So exciting.
4: Yeah. yeah. It's so weird. Like also the hustles that can, the, that can come up that one would never think of. Uh, Like, like this is so, this is so silly to say, cause it's not a, a side hustle or survival job by any means. But even like when you're on a, a, a talk show or like a daytime show, like you get a check for that too. So it's so funny, like you're, oh. like, you're feeling all cute because you get to be like on Tamron Hall, right? Or whatever, and it was on Zoom. And then all of a sudden you come home one day and there's a check in the mail. And you're like, oh, okay. That's I amazing. I was it three.
2: Or like you when you something? were on Jennifer Hudson's week. Our next guest is an
4: amazing singer and actor who's been nominated for three Tony Awards. You can see him now in the new Hulu show, Welcome to Chippendales. Take a look. Hudson's
2: week, on Monday's past week, we was watching, we were standing. I was texting Samantha.
3: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I was geeking out. I was geeking out as well. I watched it five times back to back and I was like, this is weird. (laughs) It's so funny. Hey, Robin, I'm sorry to disappoint you, but you will not have a random check from Survival Jobs, a podcast in the (laughs) mail. Please don't.
2: Or maybe it's coming. Maybe it's maybe. coming in a couple of years. Yeah, like maybe double when you, for
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah, just that friends and family discount, honey. Yeah. When you come back for your third follow-up, maybe they'll be a check, <laughs> but not the second. Hard no.
2: <laughs> I'm so dead.
4: Rival um, job is a union podcast.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, yeah. so One you day. were on in you we recorded your first episode in March of 2021, right? So that that was like over a year and a half ago. That's crazy. I'm like, what is time? I feel like no. I feel like
4: Jessica Chastain in The Arrival. <laughs> I'm so dead. I don't I'm know so what timeline dead.
2: I'm in. <laughs> you're a Marvel superhero soon. You won't know what timeline you're in there. either. there um, <laughs> But um, so a lot has happened to you since we first had you on in like March 2021 and it aired in April. But um, what was the experience like of, of the whole tick, tick, boom? Because I think that was before that came out. We were like hinting at it. But um, that came out, and it was a huge success. And, you know, Andrew was nominated for an Oscar. And how exciting was it? Tell us everything. It was so, so freaking exciting.
4: You know, I think what was really interesting about Tick Tick was, I don't know, maybe it was a defense mechanism. Maybe it was, like, a way of protecting myself. Well, that's what a defense mechanism is, Robin. Um, but yeah, but yeah. Like, I just, I didn't know what was going to happen with Tick Tick. To me, we were, like, we're making a movie. And I knew it was a big deal. I knew everyone around me was, like, was popping, you know? And so, like, I I, I knew that eyes were going to be on us. I didn't know that it was going to come with so much love. And I remember the day of the premiere in L.A., I I felt really, really present that day, which sometimes I don't, uh, (laughs) as a neurotic person at times. And I remember being really, really in my body to the point where I forgot about what we were about to do. And so my car pulls up to drop us off at the red carpet. And like, it was a premiere. It was like, what a premiere looked like. Like, yeah. Like, and I've done red carpets before, but I had never experienced it like that. And-
2: Well, we needed to be a theft red carpet. So that was, you know. <laughs> yes.
4: <laughs> yes. And when, when I got out of the car, like I just, I gagged. Cause I was like, oh, wait, this is what you're doing now. Like I had such an isolated experience with the movie, and now that it's out in the world, it 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 it's different. And so we we start the press line, and I noticed that a, a lot of the interviewers are emotional. Like they're really really touched. They their responses are really honest, and and you feel it in a way. Like it, it's but everyone's buzzing and vibrating. And I thought, mm. oh, I'm making this up. Like is this just some Hollywood crap where people just say nice things? Cause, Because I don't think it is. It feels like something else is happening. And, you know, the press line, there was press on behind you and in front of you. So Andrew Garfield was behind me. And I just, like, leaned back and was like, yo, is it me? Or is, like, something happening? Yes. No, baby, something's happening. He's like, people are actually loving the movie. And so we go into the theater. And I have, like, 10 of my people with me. And we're all we're we're all gagging and 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 at just like what's happening, but also gagging throughout the movie, like jaw dropping. And I'm thinking they're just being nice because they're my friends and my family. Yeah, and then yeah. I was like, no, 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 boo-boo. Like, this is special. This is very, very different. And um the next morning I woke up and I had this, I had a beautiful room. At a hotel that I won't name because I want to go back there. I don't body, I don't want anybody mess. Stalkers. Up. <laughs> and I'm looking the at stalkers. The, <laughs> and I'm looking at the Hollywood Hills, and I never realized this, but from somewhere deep within me, and I'm I'm at this point I'm 37 years. I'm 38 now, but at that point I was 37, and wow. 37 years of life. I never I never had this thought. I guess, and and. It, what i heard was i heard myself say to me i'm going to be an actor for the rest of my life and i and i never realized that i hadn't come to that conclusion already (laughs) oh yeah it was special yeah
3: robin i don't think i knew that story i love that For the
2: rest of my life. And I I think for me, why that movie resonated was because it it was like the real deal. It's like when you're trying to pursue a career in arts, like everybody's I think I think Samantha probably said this on the podcast, right? It was like three different storylines, but they're all being an artist in their own way. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why people relate to it so much, because even if you're not pursuing, you know, a career in Hollywood right now, maybe you are like, you know, doing the Michael route. You still have that feeling that that passion that it's still in you, no matter yeah. what.
4: And in that real was, life, he's still mm-hmm. in the arts. He's still artsy, Jason. The real life, because yeah. Michael's still with us. Um, he's like very connected to the Broadway community, uh, and the not-for-profit world, and like where they intersect. Uh, the original real life Susan is still a dancer. She left yep. town. She healed. She did what she needed to do. And I think sometimes I say we get so caught up on like being a conventional actor and living in one of the two big cities and has to be done a certain way. But sometimes people are artists just for themselves or in their own way. And, or they, they, we're all, we all are allowed to define our own version of success. And and, you know, in that movie, all three, the three characters kind of show you the, the, different possible routes.
3: Yeah, I came to the the SAG screening and I talked, this is what I talked about on the podcast. Lynn was yeah. like, whatever path you choose as an artist, like the Susan, the Michael, the Jonathan route, you're still an artist, all three are okay. And when he said that in the theater that day, I was like, oh, like an obvious thought, right? Like an obvious fact, but I was like, oh, it is okay. You can always be an artist and not be on Broadway, on TV. You can be teaching in a suburb, upstate somewhere and like you are still an artist and you're still allowed to call yourself that. Yeah. And I think that movie is so important for that theme, that message, you know? 100%
4: and it's funny you say that because piggybacking off of it. I was talking to a friend recently and and we were just talking about, so this friend used to be a performer and as an and now as a professional adult outside of acting was like I want to take a class just for me like just just to take a class and be stimulated and have something to do um with no goal like just to be in the class and this person and I were this person was feeling weird about that like felt like oh is that icky is it odd like living in New York City where people go to do this to like do it professionally and and I said, you know, it's so funny. I feel like as actors, there are all these weird rules that, that are put on us, you know? Like, why can't you just take a class? Why does that have to feel some kind of way? Or why, does it, why, why do people have to assume like, oh, so-and-so's getting back in or, you know, like there, there, there's this thing too of like when an actor, I hope this makes sense because I'm approaching it from different places, but yeah. like when an actor leaves the business and they're happy, That's success. But it's assumed that if you're an actor and you stop being an actor, that that's because it's failure. But, like, you could go from being a lawyer, turn into a stockbroker, and I say this because I know someone who did that, and, like, that's fierce. (laughs) Yeah. But just feel like there's... it's interesting where shame comes up for us as actors.
3: Right, and like the judgment that we feel from other people or the judgment that we make up from other people because I feel like a lot of it is made up from ourselves.
4: 100, 100 yeah. yeah, and I don't mean to say actors too by the way. I mean like actors in like the the previous yeah. actors all of us. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. I love that.
3: Also Can I just say out- one more
2: thing. Oh, no good. Go ahead, Sam. No, go. No.
3: Please, please.
2: No, I was just gonna say, because bring it back to survival jobs. We got to see Jonathan working in his survival job at the Moon Dance Diner often in that, which was like really, really special as well. I
4: just- mean, it's so it's so funny because people people to this day come up come up to me and say, I used to see he used to be my waiter when I go to yeah.
3: Can you imagine? Like yeah. being a regular Yeah. Like- <laughs> Can you imagine like being a regular at glass house, right? And like our glass house bartender, then is like, which is punk, Which they are. I which they saying,
4: will. Like that could absolutely. I mean, yeah. I remember when Ariana Grande used to come to my stage door, with her <laughs> like you know what I'm saying. And then yeah. one day I'm driving in L. A. And I hear a song, and I'm like, oh, this is a bop. Who's this?" And I shazam it. phone, <laughs> I shazam that thing, and it was like Ariana Grande.
3: And you're like, she used to be fangirling you. And now yeah, you're fangirling
4: her. <laughs> know, and now how come she can afford a house and I
3: can't? <laughs> you will soon. And I want I want a guest it's room. Coming. I want the guest room. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: can I just get a can I just get a couch, like a love seat?
3: A couch, <laughs> a love seat. <laughs> I plan not exactly. only lay in place. Perfect. Um, I want to talk about now, Welcome to Chippendales, which came out this week. Congratulations. The Thank first you. two episodes are dropped, right? Yeah, the hey. first two
4: episodes dropped for it on- uh, on Hulu. Uh, uh, was it, or Tuesday? Uh, Yesterday. Tuesday, Tuesday, right. Tuesday, yeah. Tuesday. And every new episode comes out the, the, every other Tuesday, or every Tuesday after that.
3: Well, but, can you yes. tell it early, y'all? Sorry. No. <laughs> so Ray, Ray <laughs> Colon doesn't make a, an appearance until episode three. Um, right. So, you know, knowing you forever, this role seems like something a little bit different for you and out of what you're typically cast as, you know, typically you're cast in a role that's sort of like surrounding a gay story or somebody a little bit more feminine. Can you talk about what this character was like and what were the challenges in doing it since it seems, by the way, maybe I'm wrong, but it seems like it's a different role for you. You know, there were no challenges.
4: I think right now it was just something hit me, which is that like Ray is the epitome of survival job. Um, yes. he,
2: really,
4: he really is. He, I refer to him as a survivor and as a hustler, typically. So Ray is Ray Colón, working class dude, Puerto Rican background, living in the Bronx. But Ray was that dude who needed to get out the hood. He came to LA because he wanted um, a career in the music industry, I think as a producer. So he had a studio, but when he would meet people, he'd say, hey, here's my business card. And the business card, it was like Dolly Levi. He was a carpenter, he was a plumber, he was a martial arts teacher, he was a photographer, he was a screenwriter. Like he would do whatever he needed to do to get by or to climb some sort of social ladder. So in in the storyline, Welcome to Chippendales is the story of the creator, Summon Banerjee, Steve Banerjee, uh, the creator of the Chippendale Dancers.
0: It was yes. Crazy.
4: And he co-created it with this other guy named Nick. Oh my God, why am I forgetting Nick's last name? But Solman Banerjee is played by Kumail Nanjiani. Uh, Nick is played by Murray Bartlett. And- uh, I
2: freaking love so much.
4: Oh, bomb, like so good. But also we got Juliet Lewis, we got Analeigh yes. Ashland, girl too, you know? It's
2: all-star cast.
4: Yeah, it's a dope cast. So my character, in that survival mode, staying in theme with the podcast, he meets Steve Banerjee, Kumail's character, and realizes, oh, this is a brown man who owns a business in LA, a very racially yeah, segregated city, honestly. And like, I'm like, I gotta get close to that dude. Cause like, whatever he's, whatever he's doing, if, if I have a proximity to him, I'm closer to money and to power. And those things turn to greed Obviously. And and when the greed sort of takes over, um, they back themselves into a corner by doing some not so noble things. And by the end of yeah. this sort of watching them make the uh line the bed they made.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I watched the first episode last night. I was looking for you, and Samantha's like, Oh, he's not into episode three. And I was like, That's okay. But I still enjoyed the ride, and it was so like interesting to see. It's a real story, right? To see this this yeah. um brown man who like was working for someone else was hustling like i think in this in this story he said he like never ate like besides like expired expired food at the, yeah. the, the gas station he worked at he saved forty four thousand dollars in the 70s to make his own business he like, didn't want to work for someone else and like i was like yes i was like so we need more of that we need more people like taking initiative and not settling, right? I mean, you
4: might you might feel... It's, so, Jason, it gets real complicated later on, though. Oh,
2: well, yeah, well, well yeah. And we watch so first buckle
4: one. up. Yeah, yeah <laughs> so buckle up. No, 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 because everything you're saying is absolutely true. And then I think the point of the story is, like, there's a threshold. Yes. yes. Because because our, at, by the end of the series, without giving too much, I I feel this way. I feel like it's a call out on greedy, immoral capitalism like the kind that that strips humanity and that doesn't consider humanity. And so I, I think a, a big chunk of the story is watching someone who is a very, very well-intentioned hustler get to a point where they're so greedy that now they think it's okay to inflict harm on others.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, Which is our capitalist and, country. <laughs>
4: yeah, and I think, as, I, think as, I think as performers or people in the arts, We sort of know that feeling too, because there are moments we are so desperately want a job or want a win. And then we end up compromising who we are or revealing. Oh yeah. Yeah.
3: Wow. Wait, wait. So, so can you, but can you talk about like what your, your process was like for this character? Was it different from
2: just a tick tick
3: or like a boys in the band? Like these characters that you, I feel like can, have always just like slipped right in because it's what you've always done? Or was this like fierce, like easy, I can do this?
4: Not at all. And, and, and in this, I'll answer the other half of your, the question before too about it, it being a different type of role. So somewhere like in June, I got asked to audition for this movie. Actually, I forget the name of it, but Lena Waithe was producing it. And I say that because one of my dreams, and I'm going to say it on this podcast to manifest it, I want to work with Lena Waithe
2: same <laughs> you saw right. my face
4: Yeah, yes, she's a
2: queen it. she's a queen
4: i want to i want to work with lena and so i was auditioning i was auditioning for this thing i gotta warm up my tongue in the mornings i mumble more and it's a podcast la la
2: la 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 la.
3: I, but opposite i was gonna say your diction is great today because i'm a conscious- couple of yeah, you hit a couple of D's really hard. I was like, yes, thank you. Thank so, you for overall, hitting it.
4: I'm focusing on these days. Yes, Jason, I saw the tongue exercises. Uh, <laughs> so, so I'm, I'm, I have my setup, I'm doing my addition. And here's the thing in the pandemic, I know a lot of y'all know this with the, the self tapes. Like, I work alone physically. I'm doing lighting, I'm doing my background, I'm taping. And then, thank God for my beautiful friends like Samantha, my high school choir teacher, my girl Jen like they be coming through reading for me on FaceTime.
2: Yes. So
4: I have my setup and I'm all frustrated, like switching lights or whatever. And I said, lights, I only got one. And- <laughs> <laughs> Liar. <laughs> no, unless you got overhead. And so <laughs> I went to go pull up my pants while I was moving things around. And when I went to pull my pants, I was like, huh, who's that? Because my posture changed. And I do work this way sometimes where I feel like, I download a character, like something will come to me of like, oh, I like that posture, or I like that way of speaking, or what, and it's different than when you physically see something, when you just casually do it, and you observe it, yeah. and I thought, well, who's that person, because I like that, and I and I kept, like, sort of meditating on that, and I thought of Joe Pesci, and I've always wanted to play a gangster. Oh, wow,
2: yeah, and, yeah,
4: yeah. And as a non-conventional, or as a character actor, like, that's a non-conventional character actor leading man, and if that's what I yeah. want to do, then that's someone to that's someone to that's a model for me, a role model, and and so with the gangster thing, I was like, that's that's what I want to do. I I want to play like a, I want to do a period piece where I get to play a gangster in like that Joe Pesci kind of way. And for months after that, I kept receiving information like, I think you should grow your hair out, Robin. So I started growing my hair out. I started working around my fashion, giving more like a 70s vibe and using more oranges and yellows and creams and reds. This is so, it's so random. There was a song about to happen there, orange and reds and cream. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so one day, I literally it would have been today. Oh my God, that's so funny. The day, The day before or two days before Thanksgiving, my agent says, hey, I have an audition for you for this story about the Chippendales. And it was wow. Ray. And when I read the description of Ray, I was like, hold up. This is, this works with everything that I've been downloading the last few months.
3: And you were then, like, hold up, wait a minute. <laughs>
4: I don't have to pay for the rights for that.
3: Um,
2: <laughs> it's under 10 seconds. I think we're good. <laughs>
4: yeah, yeah, yeah. So then so when I go online and I'm looking up the, the real life dude, and like, he had a row of curls like me. He was a short Puerto Rican dude. He had light eyes. Like, like they were similar. We looked different, but there were a lot of physical similarities. And so I kind of knew, ding, 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 this is this is the thing that I had been waiting for. The audition was rough. Like, it, the scenes were dense, thick, long, monologue. It was Thanksgiving Day weekend. I wasn't trying to be reading. I wasn't trying to be learning lines. So yeah. by the end of the week, but, you know, you got to, the hustle. So, like... Two days before I'm just sitting there like cramming all these lines and I'm I'm sort of wigging because my brain is in holiday mode and it's not absorbing the way I want yes. it. Mm-hmm. And I had a moment where I thought, this is too much. I'm I'm I don't want to give a bad audition. So let me just not do this. And I call my girl Jen. And Jen, you're gonna love this call, this shout out. And Jen loves Kumeo Nanjani. So when I told her about the piece, she said, You you have to you have to tape this audition. Like there's no world in which you don't. So she literally, like that morning, forced me. I, I knew the first scene, I had it down pretty solid. So we got that one, and I felt good. And the second scene was like, it, it had moments, but it, it wasn't perfect. <laughs> and I'm a perfectionist, I'm an artist, I'm sensitive about my shit. You know what I'm okay, saying?
2: Okay, Badu.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, no, Lauren Hill.
2: Oh, no, no, it's Badu.
4: Badu oh, then Lauren, Lauren Hill repeats it then. Oh, no.
2: Oh, does she? Oh my yeah, God! No, Tyrone. Wow. Remember in the beginning of Tyrone, she's like, "I'm yes, honest." Yes,
4: you're absolutely I'm... right. In my in my mind, I'm thinking of the concert on MTV with Lauren Hill. You know where she oh, was the like, "Unplugged." The unplugged, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. You yeah, guys
3: yeah. fully have lost me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what?
4: Rocking was being racist. That's what just happened. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: I'm
4: a, I'm a perfectionist. We know how we are, and and so I just I almost started to beat myself up. In the moment, like I, I, like there was, I had a defeated energy, and but I knew that first scene really hit, and I got through the second one, and it wasn't bad. I was just being dramatic because I wanted to be perfect. <laughs> and I sent it in and my agent. I, I told him that I was feeling very self conscious about, it and he was like, "I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Like the second scene you're reading, and the first one was memorized. I do, said I do see that, but like it's good work. It's competitive work." So I think we should send this in. And thank God I did that because then there was a callback and uh, a work session with Kumeo. And then there was another callback with the director slash work session. Uh, so it was a process. It did take a couple months to book the role. And, and I'm glad it worked out because the real life person, even though I, I said he was similar to me, he was also 20 years older than me. So oh, the role wow. was kind of reimagined once I came in as well. Yeah, and I think I, that's what took longer because for them to figure out, like, oh, if, if it's Robin, then this is how we do it.
3: Mm. Wow. I love that that he said, this is competitive work. Which I is love
4: like, that when he says it.
3: Yeah, I love that, which is like, you know, I think you, you, we, you, us, put pressure on ourselves to have to, like, be off book, just like you said, be a perfectionist, but if the work is there, like, ultimately, that's all that matters. Yeah. At the end of the day.
4: A hundred percent, and do I prefer to be off book? Yes. Do I always have the comfort of being able to, the time or the, the the headspace? No. And real talk, like I there is a conversation that's being had and needs to be had about the amount, the 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 content, the amount of content that's given to people auditioning. The audition material, a lot of times, yeah. it's
1: it's
4: it's like the industry expects us to not have a full bodied life. Yeah. Or
3: a survival job. A-,
4: a hundo,
2: P. you know, you know, yeah, no, like it's true.
3: Dream life is a- that that's <laughs> our only job to audition, but it's not. And, and, that, and that adds
4: on to the conversation we were having earlier about there being rules put on creative folks that don't exist on others. L- like I get it. We're supposed to want this and it's not easy, but I think there's a part of the industry and that intersection of capitalism sold us this idea that we're supposed to suffer to be these artists and that we're supposed to accept being treated like we're less than until we pass a certain threshold and then we get to treat others like they're less than.
2: Yeah, no way. It's, <laughs> it's true.
4: true. Like, like you should not be giving people auditions the day before or two days before Thanksgiving and telling them that it's due the Monday afterwards. No. Yeah. Cause all you gotta do is watch it.
3: Right. Yeah. Wow. It's dead
4: wrong. <laughs> it's so wrong, it's dirty.
1: I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family.
0: No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
2: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, I guess, um, I don't know. I wanted to ask you really quickly, because last time we spoke, you had just become a member of the Academy, Hey! Oh, I know that's so cool.
3: <laughs> this <is> so stupid. <laughs> out
4: the most over. It's the thing I have nerded out the most for it makes me so, so
2: crazy. It's so crazy. I mean
3: I keep getting stuck on when people are like, I'd like to thank the Academy like that's you. <laughs> You're thinking Robin,
2: right? <laughs> yeah but you
3: know what? This is why I love Dominic,
4: my other bestie because when I told him that you and Carmel said that, they're like every time someone says thank you to the Academy that includes me. He said, yeah, bitch. That also means when they say Oscar's so white, that means you too. Ooh. Like, (laughs) you know, he was like, I want you to know, but also that means you're also responsible. That also means when there's a call out that you're a part of that, whether you participated or didn't directly to that thing.
3: (laughs) Which that kind of leads into Jason's question, actually.
2: Yeah. I was, I was going to ask you, um, as a proud Puerto Rican man, what do you want to bring to the academy that you feel is currently missing?
4: When you said Puerto Rican man, I was in the back. What a man! What a man! Yes. Or like you know, Madison. Oh, the Puerto Rican.
2: Oh yeah. <laughs>
4: oh, Puerto Rican. Um, Puerto Rican. I already forgot the question. I apologize. Um. <laughs>
2: Well, um, as a member, as a member of the academy, what do you want oh, to bring man. that you feel is missing right now? What do
4: I feel is missing right now is yeah. accessibility, and you know the academy is doing a lot of things uh, to like get to this moment now. You know the numbers with, within the academy are still aren't where they need to be, but the thing is too is like the the culture has to shift. You know, so much of Hollywood has been viewed through a white gaze and what's considered good and what isn't and what's considered quality and what isn't. And I think that black and brown folks c- come from all kinds of other cultures that like might perceive things different, like things hit differently, right?
0: Yeah. Um,
4: so I I, I I think it's gonna take a while for the academy to get to where it needs to get, but I think it's mm. happening right now with all the new folks coming in like me, Ariana DeBose, Olga Merediz, uh, one of my agents, Josiah Cannelli, also became one this year, and so I think that the changes are happening with the with the people from within. I'm really fascinated to know how voting's going to go this year because uh, I don't know the ratios yet of like black and brown produced films or or, or films with actors. I'm only voting in the acting categories. Yeah. Um,
2: so tell, tell us really quick, how do you get invited? Like how does one become part? Like what is, you know, what is the criteria? The
3: Academy, <laughs> <laughs> the criteria. I mean, I mean, the thing
4: the thing is, I didn't know that people apply. And gotcha. so my I, I love my publicist so much. And I think she knew, she knows what I'm about and what I'm passionate about and what I wanna do. And so I think the idea came to her and usually what it takes is uh, you need a recommendation from two other members of the Academy or something like that. Okay. And a recommendation letter, there's an application. And then like, you know, cause you don't always get approved. Some people get denied and they keep trying every year until they get approved. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's so thing. And I actually, I went to like the first like meet and greet and, and, you know, at the, at the meet and greet that that's, I'm still learning a lot. So I couldn't fully answer your previous question about that. But I was mm-hmm. observing there, like, what were the ratios of white folks to black and brown folks? And so there, there are black and brown folks, but again, the numbers are still re, there's, <laughs> there's yeah. still changing. Um, yeah. And while I was there, I met someone else who said, "Oh, how did you get in? Or how many times do you try to get in?" And I said, "I didn't." And <laughs> like,
3: yeah, was, uh, You're like bad. just once. <laughs> it, was
4: such, it was an unintentional flex. And this man chuckled, but
3: inside he was
4: like, "This motherfucker." Um, yeah. Unintentional
3: flex, I love.
4: Un- yeah. Unintentional flex, but he he was someone who had tried and like campaigned and like not not campaign, but like like a social yeah. Man who mm-hmm. out for him.
2: Wow. Yeah. You, you, thanks for you this. Sh-
3: you sure did say I didn't. <laughs> How many <laughs> times <laughs> I didn't feel <laughs> like well, I it. Thanks-
4: i didn't didn't,
0: didn't
4: even i didn't even know yeah i I just want to get back jason also to your other question um to your previous question like what's really interesting i'm looking at the movies coming in and there obviously isn't as much black and brown content and and so i think really what a lot of the changes are gonna what's gonna what it's gonna take for a lot of the changes is the continual progress behind the scenes like we need more Black and Brown folks producing. We need more Black and Brown folks writing, and but but actually, even when I say that, that's wrong of me. We have Black and Brown folks who want to produce and who, who and who, who write. They're just not aligning with opportunity. And and so, and so yeah, and it, and it's growing. And I think what's happening is is that every time someone like one of us comes through and joins the academy, you know, hopefully we're working with a little exponent, you know that. The next time we keep multiplying and multiplying, mm. and, and yeah, all that.
1: So <laughs> well,
2: thank you, thank you for sharing that because I've always been curious. You know, no one ever tells you these things, right? No one ever explains how does one become an academy. You know, so yeah, thank you, you. thank you.
3: The academy.
2: Did
3: you, <laughs> did you not know until it was announced, or did you get a look no? At
2: no
4: one gave. No, that's no, no right. No, I, I who was the first person that texted me because. It wasn't someone I. It wasn't. I think it was. My I think it
3: me. was the group chat. I think it was off. Off Broadway group chat. Dead.
4: No, I think there was someone else that that texted me beforehand. I think there wasn't. I think there wasn't. Maybe it was. I don't remember. But then I got an email from the academy that was that was forwarded from my <laughs> press agent, and that was so funny because I was like, this email doesn't really feel official to me. Like if they had sent this to <laughs> me like- you know, Academy
2: was- at gmail.com.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, it was just so bizarre. It was like, this could have gone to my spam. I would never know.
3: It's like an email blast. It's like Black Friday deal. It's like 50% off welcome For to the real. academy. <laughs> For real. That is oh, so I'm funny. Dead.
1: That's wow. so funny.
3: I mean, this has been so nice to just chat about like everything that's gone on since you first came on the show and we spoke a little bit about Thanksgiving. So do you have anything you want to say that you're thankful for sure. this year? Uh,
4: you- well, the first thing that came to me was I'm grateful for consciousness. I think we're in a place right now Oof. where a lot is testing us. And sometimes, well, well, you know, the famous Baldwin quote, he he said this specifically about black folks. He said to be black and to be conscious is to be constantly in a fit of rage. I mean, that's not verbatim. But Facts, simply, yeah. Yeah. And, I think that there's so much happening in the world right now, and if you're a conscious person, you're aware of it, and it feels like, man, how much more can our nervous systems take? But you know, you know what I'm saying, Jason? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
4: yeah. (laughs) I have to remind myself and affirm the fact that I'm so grateful for consciousness because I would rather be conscious and frustrated than completely unaware. (laughs)
3: Totally.
1: Sure. Yeah. You're
4: unaware, but. But I'm 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 grateful for the consciousness because it gives me a, it allows me to engage with empathy sympathy and compassion in a way that makes me better um, as a person. I know that sounds really like like woo woo, but but no. I that's what I feel. Um, I'm also grateful for nice. my family. I'm always grateful for my family because it's what they're what ground me and tether me and make me stay a real person. Um, and I will also say, because I've been saying this in the morning when I, when I smudge myself and set my intentions, I want to, I w- I'm grateful for, um, mm, I am grateful for inspiration, I'm grateful for creativity, I'm grateful for divinity, I'm grateful for my artistry, I'm grateful for discipline, I'm grateful to, to want things in life and to not be in a place where I don't feel. So even when it's wow. icky, I say thank you.
3: I love that. that was nice. Oof. I just was like closing my eyes with you. <laughs> I was, like Smudged.
2: Man, I was like, no, I got to rewind this and like, we're going to break these down and I got to start singing them. <laughs>
3: Get this so I can be in the shit.
2: academy by the time I'm thirty. <laughs> <three. laughs> What's the
3: year we're going to be at the Oscars, Jason, that we uh, always I said, manifest? I said, said
2: 2028, 20, but. Oof. We have time. Yeah, we still have time.
3: Yeah. <laughs> 2028,
2: it baby. will happen it will happen it will happen yeah um but we have one more question or i have a two-parter and then we're gonna play our game and, and stop taking all your time so thank no. you thank you but i always like to ask people this like what's bringing them joy right now um artistically is it whether a movie or a tv show book a podcast you know what's Museum funny- Museum visit.
4: <laughs> yeah, I say, oh, oh, friend visits are very needed right now. Cause, cause I do feel like, even though I'm doing stuff for work related, promoting my show and stuff, I have not had as much time with my people. You know, like, like I just said before, with my family and my friends, they tether me. So my sanity is affected when I'm not with them as much. And yeah. so then home also isolated as well, because a lot of the press is also online. I like have to, I have to remind myself that I need to be social, that that actually feels yeah, good. Yeah. Um, really. cre- creatively, what's bringing you joy?
2: Yeah. What's feeding you your know, soul creatively?
4: I actually recently rewatched a bunch of seasons of RuPaul's Drag Race. And that was so good for me because it was, it was nice to watch. Yeah. It was nice to watch people be creative in so many other ways simultaneously it was also great to have something that I could just like put on and not really have to think. Which is not to say that it's, that's not a diss on the show at all. It's just like, yeah, no, it, it, it caters to like just being chill it's at escapism. home. Like, yeah, hundred uh, percent. I also, I mean, honestly, this sounds so silly, but like yoga's really been affecting my create. Not silly, but yoga's been really affecting my creativity because I need to sometimes come down afterwards, like if there's yeah. an artist, I'm learning lines. And sometimes when, you're, sometimes when you're working on a new character, you don't realize that you're tensing up. You're like, you're, you're in that frustration phase of like learning the role or figuring out who this character is, or, or you're frustrated over your, your lighting equipment is like janky or your backdrop is wrinkly and you, you only have a half hour of self tape and now you gotta iron the backdrop, you know, like all those little things. And so yeah. then afterwards, like I'm, I find myself very, very wound up. And so that ability to decompress allows me to then like start new and be creative again. Cause, Cause there are days like a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, real life things were happening and I had a lot of work to do and the lines weren't coming out of my mouth. I had memorized them, yeah. but I couldn't remember them in the moment. I felt like I couldn't act. I wasn't being present. And I just had to call out from the day, <laughs> like the audition was not gonna happen because I was exhausted. and I didn't want to accept X. that, so that's why yoga, gotcha.
3: yoga with that. Bird,
2: yeah, with Bird. I love yoga with Bird. I know, I know and doing. and so hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, people are inspired to check out. Uh, Welcome to Chippendales. Hopefully, they'll, that show will be feeding other people's souls. But um, maybe you can really quickly just tell people why they should tune in if they aren't convinced yet. Oh.
4: Y'all, Uh-oh. You, y'all, y'all gotta watch Welcome to Chippendales. It's gonna give you everything you need. It is, First of all, it's a fascinating story that maybe you thought you knew, but you don't. It's so much more, the, the backstage story is crazy. It's like a true crime farce in a way <laughs> because <it's>, you wouldn't <laughs> think that these things would happen or that they're related. It's It's gonna give you greed, it's gonna give you sex. Like, I'm sure there are straight dudes that are like, I don't feel like looking at naked dudes. Whoever likes naked dudes, you will be very satisfied. But if you don't (laughs) like naked, naked dudes is not your thing, trust, there is so much more happening outside of that. You're gonna have murder, you're gonna have greed, you're gonna have sex. You're going to have a call out on immoral capitalism, although that's more my agenda than anyone else's. Um, <laughs> and just good acting, great acting, great
2: storytelling. Great acting. So. Ooh, and at the end, that, end of that first episode, I was like, oh, I got to watch the next one. I was so oh tired. Oh my
3: God, I didn't start yet. I'm <laughs> waiting for more to come because I, I'm going to get mad. Like if I you
2: wait. can't watch,
3: I'm
4: actually watching it because I haven't watched the whole thing. I only watched the first two episodes and some of the last because the last episode is like really big for my character. Yeah, um, the the last episode is almost like a play between me and Kumail, somewhat. So so I just wanted to see a little bit of, it and then pull back. I'm gonna watch it weekly because real talk, I miss watching TV the old way where you have to wait. For
3: the wait, next yeah. Show. yeah.
4: So you I should live watch. tweet. <laughs> oh, you don't want me tweeting? I, I get. <laughs> the no reason I don't tweet, I get worried. Oh, you getting-
3: don't want me tweeting?
4: I'm oh, so man. dead. All right. Well, also, thank you. you. Know. Thank you. Also, you buy, say? also, buy Twitter.
3: Literally, Twitter. Who, Literally, last way, week? I Twitter. Know. Somebody said last week, they're like, the declining Twitter. <laughs> okay, yeah. bye. I don't think I've looked at my Twitter <laughs> since 2012, to be totally honest.
4: I rarely go on it. Yeah, it's... Like that. Anyway, uh, Jason, before you close, I just want to say I didn't no. give you I didn't list any more things that were filling me creatively, honestly, because I'm watching so much that I can't even keep my head around the order.
2: <laughs> I feel that no, it's true. Yeah. You can There's write so in and, and
3: you can write in and let us know if anything else comes to you. All
2: right,
3: <laughs> Robin, thank you for coming back. This is so fun. Everybody needs to run and watch. Welcome to Chippendales, Ray Colon in the flesh on, on hey. Hulu. On Hulu, thank you. I know, Robin, you're just hitting all the streaming services now. Word. Netflix, Hulu. Somebody Netflix, go to Disney Plus, Amazon Prime, Peacock. You get you <laughs> on all of them. I think you. While well, you are on Peacock, as Jose Silva, by the way. That's and right. for right. you. My favorite role of yours. Um, I don't know if you remember from the last episode you were with us, but we always like to end with a game. I think you aced the Bubba Gump tri- trivia, okay. so maybe we'll stump you this time. Uh, Since you've been performing with, directed by, working with so many fierce people, we thought we'd play a fun trivia game called Name Your Co-Star. So we're gonna. gonna (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Jason. I love that. We're gonna give you a fact, and then you're gonna tell us who it is. We're not. You can ask for a hint, um, but this is not multiple choice. Okay. (laughs) Are you okay?
4: I'm so scared.
3: No, it's pretty oh, yeah. easy. I think I think you'll ace it. And then if you need to ask for a hint, we can give it to you. Okay. Jason, do you want to take the first one?
2: Sure. Okay, first one. This past co-star of yours, and I'll give you a little hint because I think this is kind of a hard one. From Boys in the Band is from Houston, Texas.
4: Oh, Matt Bomer. Or it's either it's 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 Matt Bomer. The Texas ones are Matt Bomer, Michael Benjamin Washington, and Jim Parsons. Ma- I'm going to say Michael Benjamin Washington.
2: I'm going to give it to you because you said... <laughs> you said his name in the, in the three, so I'll give it to you. Carson.
3: It was Jim, Jim Carson. but, like, by the way, it could also be Michael. Cause, I don't know. Well, because
4: some of the guys actually knew each other from high school in Texas. See, yes. so you
3: just you just actually played us. You actually stumped us in the game, so.
2: Bonus, bonus we should, already.
3: <laughs> yeah, bonus already. You already have double points. Okay, this past co-star of yours is best known for his role in the HBO comedy series, Silicon Valley.
4: Kumail Nanjiani. Correct. Yeah, that's Yay. correct.
2: Before hitting mega success, this past co-star had a survival job of being an after-school tutor and a substitute teacher. Limeno Miranda. Yeah, correct. that's correct. Oh, you're on fire.
3: <laughs> After being inspired by their role on TV, this past co-star created the Joyful Heart Foundation, which provides support to people who have been sexually abused.
4: Mariska Hargitay. Correct. <laughs> it wow. took me a piece, but then I remembered who was asking the question. <laughs> yeah, who created wow. the
2: game? <laughs> wow. Thank you, thank you. Are you are killing it. Okay. Yeah. And then the bonus, which you don't really need, because
3: <laughs> you already got the bonus. <laughs> we'll,
2: we'll ask you already. Um, this past co-star of yours' favorite birthday celebration involved eating pop brownies with his friends and exploring Disney- Disneyland while high. Where did you get that question?
3: <laughs> <laughs> On like an interview. I Wait, don't. eating what
1: again?
2: Sorry, pop- I'm going to read that again because I don't know if I read it correctly. This past co-star of yours' <laughs> favorite birthday celebration involved eating pop brownies weed brownies marijuana brownies so if his friends and exploring disneyland while high
4: i mean are you talking about me yeah
2: <laughs> 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 well you guys you guys do i think you have a very similar birthdays yeah that's the hint your birthdays are really yeah. close together your
3: birthdays are one day apart my, my
4: birthdays are one, Oh my god because i'm literally like you know, I know. I, I'm like Michael Kilgore. Kenita Miller and I share a birthday, so my uh, immediately. Oh,
2: hold on. Nope, not Michael Kilgore.
4: And uh, oh my God.
2: He was wow. also one of the biggest movies of uh, this past like year, end of last year into this year. We was, spoke like, about huge... him earlier.
4: Yeah. Hey, actually though, because this sounds like would it be Andrew Garfield? Yeah. Correct. <laughs> okay, wait, and the reason I am, and, and, and this is really funny to me because that might be the reason he stopped. <laughs> He's like, I don't, remember when we were doing the
3: movie, he's like, I don't mess with that. My days are done. So that's I'm why.
1: Dead. I, By the you know, way, that's...
3: I found this on like an article, like on uh, insider.com. No, no, no.
4: Like, I actually think this might, this, I remember him telling a story about this, I feel like. And then maybe it might've led to a moment where he was like, nope, don't need to ever do that again.
3: <laughs> you go, is this me? <laughs> <laughs>
4: Yeah. It's, it's not lucky. Six
3: Flags. If it was Six Flags, then maybe it would be. If it was
4: Six Flags and a gummy,
3: and a gummy, or some drops. Yes, that's for that's for another show. <laughs> that's stories for another show. <laughs> <laughs> Robin, you got 150% on that game. Congrats. It yeah. took a
4: lot of help at the last one, but thank you. Yeah.
3: Thank <laughs> it was you. Hard. It was a hard one. <laughs> thank y'all. Robin, wow. can you tell all of our listeners how they can keep up with you, where they can follow you, what's going on? Please let everyone know where they can keep up with you.
4: <laughs> uh, you guys, you can keep up with me. Uh, you can follow me on social media, at Robin of Jesus. My last name is de Jesus, so it's Robin of Jesus. Don't think that I'm like knocking door to door trying to get you to join my religion. Well, not yet. <laughs> yes, yes. I have a Twitter account, but that's on its way out. You can follow me, follow me on Instagram, and you can see me on uh, um, Welcome to Chippendales on Hulu. You can watch Santiago of the Seas with your kids. Uh, I voice Pepito on that show. Your mischief stops here, Pepito. What? You again? Ugh, I'm bored by your ramblings, music maker. I'm gonna take your voice too. And uh, you'll catch me in random, I guess, random other places. But for now, those that that's the place where I
2: know you'll find me.
4: Anyway. And
2: then if you didn't see him, he was on Jennifer Hudson's show this week, which you can also check out. And you did a whole great story about your mom. Because we love your mom.
4: Yes. Yes. I mean, yeah, J-Hud, you can, you can re-watch part of it on YouTube. I don't think you can watch the whole interview but uh but she's just absolutely lovely and i had such a great time and i'm i'm grateful to to share that with y'all
3: we'll
1: put it we'll put it it in the
4: show
2: notes
3: yeah for (laughs) sure and if and if you're just tuning in now to us because you're a robin fan and you don't follow survival jobs check us out on instagram and twitter at survival jobs pod on facebook at survival jobs a podcast shoot us an email at Pod at gmail.com jason which makes me laugh because you're like the academy at gmail.com <laughs> <laughs> i'm
2: <laughs> dying that was really the email people were emailing them <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yo
3: Follow my boy Jason at Jason A. Coombs. And you can check me out at Sammy Toots. Robin, we love you. You are a survivalist favorite. And we love you so much.
2: I love you. Thank you. you. love <laughs> you.